and welcome back to the Magic Kathy Show. Welcome to another insight and activation for a new moon that we have basically this week. And not just that, I want to bring the new moon into concept with an event that is very, very significant as well and happening at the same time, which is Pluto stationing to move forward. So Pluto ends his retrograde time literally at the same time that we have the new moon. So Obviously, the universe is out to tell us something. And there's also a very, very important aspect in this new moon chart, which is the yacht. And maybe you've heard me talk about yachts before. Um, there's a nickname for this aspect pattern because it's very rare and it's called the finger of God. And whenever a finger of God is in the sky, obviously, the universe is pointing a finger on something that we need to integrate, that we need to see, that we want to learn, that helps us to move forward. Because the yacht is one of the most telling aspects when it comes to evolutionary progress so if you are born with the yard in the chart there's really 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 an intense need to break through a pattern to transform to yeah really you know go forward in your evolution and if that is in alignment or happening at the same time for us collectively while we have pluto stationing to move forward Pluto being the collective soul, obviously there's a lot going on and we will definitely feel it, especially because what I always say is that the stationing days are very, very intense on all levels and in many ways. So sometimes it means we are very anxious because we feel something is shifting or we are very tired because we feel something is shifting. A lot of upgrades and things. And on top of that, a new moon obviously is wants to birth something new and the balsamic phase before the new moon can also be very like tiring, exhausting. So if you experience any of those things and I can definitely resonate Sunday was just for me hibernation mode like so many emotions coming up but at the same time I was like just observing it it was not caught up in them but I was so tired like so tired and so hungry like I could eat all day I was so hungry I felt like I haven't eaten in forever and that, that happened for me a few weeks back already as well where I felt like I woke up in a different body and I slept for like days and hours and it was weird because, yeah, I mean, time, what is time, right? But it literally felt like I, would, I was out of my body and somewhere doing work all night. And that was probably like three weeks. And so I came back to this reality in this physical body. And it felt like, when was the last time I ate, right? So it didn't feel like it was just, I don't know, 10 hours ago before I went to sleep. So it was very interesting. And the same thing happened to me. And the night from Sunday, no, Saturday to Sunday. And then Sunday was basically that experience. So there's a lot of things happening when it comes to timelines and time in general, our perception of time. And Pluto also dismantling that in Capricorn, Capricorn ruling time. But before we dive into what this new moon is all about, because I also want to go into the inside degrees of this new moon, because it's very beautiful, actually. It's very beautiful. And is actually the integration point for also this finger of God aspect, the yard, right, that I'm talking about. Because the apex of the yard is actually the new moon, so the sun and the moon together, and actually in a conjunction with Mars, which amplifies and illuminates and 
put the fire on this whole topic anyway. So if you are curious about what does that mean, Kathy, and what are you talking about? What are the energetics behind it? Then definitely stay tuned for this episode. But before that, I have a very, very special new moon announcement to make. Oh my gosh, something that I'm birthing into the world, which is so aligned also with the new moon energies. And also because the new moon is happening in my 10th house, which is career, which is what I put out there, which is the legacy I want to leave behind. And Libra being about collaboration. So something that I have been doing in the background that has shifted my world many, many ways is working a lot with the chakras, with Kundalini energy. You've heard me talk about that, working with plants and plant medicine. Um, and finally, after a year of being in that progress, and process really i'm able to put it all together and to offer it to you in a very very sacred and magical mystical amazing way and i hate to break it in a, a little bit because it's actually something that is exclusively for now happening in dubai so you have to be in dubai for it but it is a 21 22 actually 22 day journey in november so during scorpio season which couldn't be more aligned as well and it's called reset reconnect and rise and it's all this time in this round we will only have women and it's all about descending right descending into the lower chakras descending into the womb descending into your physical body downloading really bringing it down to earth what you came here to do what you came here to embody and while we are in this space right it's really about seeing and facing all of the distortions the programming the matrix and the disillusionment and the, the grief and like all the blockages basically in the lower chakras right which relates to anxiety fear addictions escapism um, grief, anger, all of the lower chakra things, right? The insecurities, sexual distortions, uh, cycle problems, womb problems, all of that, right? Your feminine embodiment, everything, right? Your relationship with physicality at large, all of that we will clear out first, then we will rise again into the heart chakra first, right? Into the middle, into the solar plexus, into your sun, into your inner light, into your Venus frequency, which is Venus, the Venus star pattern, the lotus, right? It's, it's all, it lives in the heart, a portal to the divine, really. The heart is where your frequency gets activated, where you can really reconnect with the, the spark that lives inside of you, right? There's timelessness in the heart. And then through that, we will rise into the higher chakras again, right? And we will clear all of the distortions there. Obviously, we clear a lot of distortions also in the heart because there's a lot of um, grief and again like where we close our heart the walls around our heart where we literally push love away because we cannot bear with the pain from past experiences all of that and then at, this, at, at the end we will rise into the higher chakras which you all know i'm so excited about which is all about the channeling the multi-dimensionality the ashna the, the pineal gland like how we manifest realities how we code our reality how we connect with the with spirit right how we are in 
many different timelines at once, how we perceive timelines, all of the things, dream states. It, it's so alchemic. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just so excited. It's literally something that I would love to participate. And I mean, that's why I'm creating it. Everything I create is something that I would love to experience. And so, yeah, this is happening in Dubai. We will also work with Sacred Medicine, which if you would like to have more insights on that, um, we will do. An, and when I say we, I'm not doing this by myself i'm actually doing it with an amazing amazing soul that i met here in dubai she has shifted my world she works a lot with you know embodiment practices yoni massages like really really clearing the blockages also on a physical level in the womb in the yoni and all of that it's oh it has been orgasmic to say the least uh working with her and collaborating with her it's eva from the golden lotus and we will do it together with two projectors. She's a splenic projector. I'm a self-projected projector. We will do it together. And it's, it's, yeah, it's going to start on November 4th. And we'll go all the way 22 days throughout October with four in-person ceremonies, a 22-day protocol working with medicine as well. So it is very, very important for you to be here in Dubai. If you can come to Dubai for November, that would obviously be amazing. Create a vortex for yourself, create an upgrade for yourself, because I promise you, it will shift you into a whole new reality. It will literally, and that's why I think it's perfect to launch it during the new moon in Libra, because it will change the hologram around you. It will change your mirror worse because we do so much inner work, which is very Scorpio. And so I'm very excited. We also work with the new moon and full moon energies in November. So the new moon in Scorpio, the full moon in Taurus, and then also the first eclipse that we will have at the end of November. So it's, I mean, it couldn't be more divine. It couldn't be more aligned. So if you are curious about that, all the links will be down below in the show notes or on my Instagram. I will probably already have announced it on Instagram when this episode goes live. You can enter our Telegram channel where we'll share more information and we share the information about the Q&A. And um, yeah, we will have a Zoom call this week on Thursday, Thursday to answer any questions and yeah hopefully for all of you to join when i say all of you it's actually not even possible because we limited the spots just because it has to be a sacred container and we want to honor everyone's process and energy so yeah it will be a sacred container and there will only be 11 spots to keep it with the angel numbers and if you feel the call if you are ready for massive transformation not just on a mental level or spiritual level also on a physical level to really embody it we rewire the brain with the medicine it's it's profound it's profound um i don't know if anything else like that exists out there trust me it's it's the best shift ever i mean i'm so excited to see everyone's shift as well so that was a long intro because i got very excited about this and it's ctt here as i finished talking about it so if you need another angel number confirmation i swear i saw so many 333s today it's wild it's very wild and yeah if you see the sale page you will probably see the 333 at some point as well so yeah anyways let's talk about not the 3-3, but the 13, which is the new moon in Libra degree. The new moon in Libra is happening at 13 degrees of Libra in a conjunction with obviously the sun and the moon. That's how we have a new moon, right? It's always the sun and the moon meeting. And on top of that, for this new moon, we have the Mars. And whenever I speak about Mars, you can think about Mars as the little assistant of Pluto, right? So Mars is closer to us than Pluto. 
And Pluto needs a little assistant that makes sure that we, you know, act on our purpose, that we act on our assignment, that we act on our soul contract, right? And that we follow our instincts and that we follow our passion, that we follow our power, that we have courage, all of the things. And that's what Mars is all about. And so there is something about this critical degree point, which I referred back to earlier, is actually a yacht for this new moon. So Mars is really, really pointing the finger on this finger of God, right? While Pluto is stationing and, and like stop. And so what does that have to do with the new moon if Pluto is stationing? So whenever a planet is stationing, it means the soul, the collective soul is on pause right now and is on the cusp of turning direction, right? Shifting into a new movement. And I want to speak about that in context with this new moon, especially because I see this as a very, very sacred hibernation phase where we reflect and we see, okay, what shifted, right? What shifted and how do we drive the ship forward? And of course, we can talk about relationships and all of the things that Libra embodies and means. But for me, it's very connected to this whole concept of the mirrorverse, of this whole concept of your outer reality is basically a reflection of your inner reality. And so if your inner reality has changed on a profound way, it's not just time to see how your outer reality changed. It's also time to take different actions, right? Because yes, law of attraction, all of the things and your frequency and everything. But at the same time, action also is a vibrational upgrade. So your choices, right? And the way you act and the way you approach life, because you can shift internally so much, but if you don't act in a different way, it won't change anything. And I know I've been saying that all through Virgo season already, but I think it's a very, very critical point right now that we become aware of that. You change your life even more with your actions, not necessarily only with your thoughts. That's very important to understand. And so I want to bring it back to Pluto and the degree point that Pluto is stationing, which is the 24 degrees. And when Pluto stations and move forward, it w he will ne we will never experience Pluto at this degree point in our lives again. So it's very, very important to understand that Pluto will never be at 24 degrees, right? I mean, at least not in, you know, us being in this physical body, this physical experience. We will never experience Pluto at 24 degrees of Capricorn again. It's the last time, right? Because next time he will be retrograde, he won't touch this degree point anymore. So this is the f finale of Pluto understanding and transforming 24 degrees of Capricorn. And of course, especially if you have something in your natal chart at 24 degrees or a critical aspect to that degree point, then you really want to pay attention to that because it is a degree point that Pluto has been working with closely since da -da -da -dum, December 2020. So not that long ago, right? And remember, December 2020, that was, you know, when we had this Saturn Aquarius conjunction at zero degrees of Aquarius, a Saturn-Jupiter conjunction at zero degrees of Aquarius. And then Pluto was at 24 degrees all throughout January 2021. So the things and topics that you are working with at 24 degrees of Capricorn has, have been working with you since, again, December 2020 and January 2021. And it's so funny, in a way, now that I'm thinking and speaking about it, because I was wondering why yesterday did I cry out of nowhere about 
someone that I dated last year in December that I went to a plant medicine ceremony with and was grieving all throughout January, actually. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, the of course, Kathy, look at the stars and you will understand. So I was just really like wondering why is this person creeping up in my field energetically speaking and why do I need to go through this grief again but apparently there's you know some some part of me was still not clinging on to him or there were attachments or there was expectation there was sadness there was anything right and so I was crying it out I'm like okay let it go like I don't want to have that attachment to this person anymore but obviously it's not about the person it's more about the feeling that I was missing or that I'm missing because that person is not around anymore and maybe a glimpse of hope and um, wonder if it would have ever worked out in a different way which obviously if you trust the universe and you tr tr trust divine creation you know that it's perfect and it had to be this way because he taught me a lot and I, I do understand that as well but anyways whatever topics you've been working through out um december and january right that's something that comes to an end now a closure and in that way right new moon and libra of course i was talking about relationships right um in that way maybe there are people maybe there is also a romantic partner maybe there's something that you need to let go of right and it's time for a new way of approaching relationships, a new way of communicating in relationships, a new way of seeing yourself in relationships as well, right? Instead of always playing out these old stories of maybe you were not good enough and that's why it didn't work out or maybe you should have acted in a different way and then it would have worked better out, right? Maybe it's about approaching it in a different way, right? Acting differently showing up in your fullest expression, your full self, because the ruler of this new moon is Venus, right? Venus rules Libra. And Venus just will just finish her period in Scorpio, which has been very, very deep. She faced all of her insecurities. We faced all of our insecurities. We faced our shadows. We faced all of that in order to upgrade, right? The quality of our life, our self-worth. But we had to go really deep with Venus and Scorpio. And then we are ready for the next adventures that will come this week as well when Venus enters Sagittarius. And through that, we, uh, you know, again, facing your shadows, facing the things that you would love to hide underneath the rocks, right? Facing all of the tendencies for you to manipulate and control situations or the need to have someone, the attachment, the codependency, right? That also is attached to, to the Scorpio, where you feel like I need a person, I need something in the external world in order to feel whole and complete, in order to make this life worth living, right? Releasing all of that. And when you've released that, you are ready to welcome new relationships, but as the cherry on top and not necessarily as something that you depend on, that your life depends on, that the quality of your life depends on, right? And so it's a very very deep deep process and at the same time we are invited to let go of anyone who is not in a vibrational match situation with the new worth and the new self yeah self-honoring that we have the values that we have that again shifted and changed it all throughout this year also with that pluto in capricorn so it's all coming together in a very very beautiful way and it's interesting because the inside degrees of it, I want to read them out because I think it couldn't be more 
aligned also in, in terms of relationships and our assignment and then i will talk about the yacht and why how it how we can see that the universe is pointing a finger on someone uh, on something so 13 degrees of libra especially important if you have any planets at 13 degrees of libra or 13 degrees of aries because that's the opposition or you know any 13 degree point of the cardinal signs so 13 degrees of libra when you are personally ill disattuned, all broken up, you can find a kind of healing and transformation by exposing yourself to shared experiences that give you a boost and let you release what has gotten you into this point. You will find others in similar places to your own. Rituals and styles of change, of opening, of becoming somebody new can become a way of life in themselves. Being thrust into collective cycles, taking on collective karmas, immersing yourself in what is going on with everybody, feeling it all, sensing what it is like to be human, to be wounded, to be searching. Alive to the multiple chemistries, a long and open-ended pathway, yet you also tend to loop back, to grow attached to the way it seems and to be naive to what you are really doing after all. Experiences and processes must be springboards into really becoming free, and perhaps also by rooting into a place where love is born, out of whose source you can give so abundantly and be sustained in the universal flow. So, it really speaks about this aspect of calling a new partnership, more aligned partnership, more reliant relationships, right? And that can only happen if you don't bring the old baggage into these new relationships that you try to call in, right? If you approach every single relationship as a clean slate, because people who get to know you now, they don't know your past. You can approach it with the new self that you are, not with the old self that you've been, right? You can just be a new person every single day. Start new. And if we are so attached to the stories and the wounds of the past, then we will always bring that into the, these new relationships as well. And even just energetically, we don't even have to speak about it, right? These insecurities are in your field, in your energetic field, and people will pick it up because we become more and more sensitive to other people's frequencies and energies. So I really invite you to clear all of that shit out of your system. And approach the relationships in a very new way. So much more confidence. You've grown so much. You've mastered so much. And I want to speak about the yard before we close it off here. Because the yard is happening not straight away. You, you might not be able to see it in the chart straight away. Because it is actually with a specific asteroid which I love. Because she's right on my ascendant in my personal natal chart. I have Pallas Athena in Sagittarius right on my ascendant. She's the goddess of clear seeing, of clear vision, of clairvoyance, right? Of also being very strategic about finding solutions, right? And she is in Pisces. Pallas Athena is in, in Pisces and forms a sextile, so a supportive aspect to that Uranus in Taurus. So that in itself, those dynamic, I really see as the only way to upgrade our quality of life here on this planet, to upgrade our self-worth, to upgrade our experience in this physical body is to actually see 
that we are an extension of spirit here down on earth, right? Pallas Athena helps us have that clear vision that yes, we are multidimensional, right? And we have many different experiences. But seeing that the divine lives through us and with us, right, at all times, makes us appreciate who we are in this physical incarnation, who we are in this physical body, that we are a very, very unique divine spark that only we can be. We are a very unique perception of source, right? And source wants to experience all of the things that you have experienced through you. So basically every experience that you had is a gift from source to say, hey, I trust you. That's your responsibility. Like I, I give you that power. I give you that experience. I give you that uh, responsibility. I want you to experience it for me, right? And so to see the divine in everything will be very, very critical, especially in order to move forward in relationships because both Uranus and Taurus and Pallas Athena and Pisces form an inconjunct, a blind spot to that new moon in Libra. So we might not see how us not integrating that awareness that I was just talking about into the mirror world work outside, right? The mirror world outside really holds us back because then we give our power away to relationships and, uh, in, instead of understanding that it's all just a reflection, all just a mirror, right? And the things that we don't integrate are happening and really like propping up in our hologram, in our relationships. So again, bringing it back to the example that I brought earlier, if you constantly approach relationships in, with the vibration of the old you, you will always meet that again. Always. That's how powerful you are, actually, right? So you actually, you know, created that situation because you brought that vibration into the field. You brought that relationship or you brought that vibration into that relationship dynamic. Even though it's a new relationship, it kind of feels the same. Yes, because you are in that same vibration, that same frequency. So it happens over and over and over again. And the only way to move away from that, to have that evolutionary yeah, upgrade, really, in your hologram outside in your mirror wars is to upgrade your feeling in the physical body right which also uranus and taurus right purifying that and connecting back to spirit and a lot of that also has to do with really finding and taking your power back right instead of giving your power away which is the integration point of the yacht right the other side 13 degrees of aries which happens to be very very close to chiron and aries which is at 10 degree so a lot of childhood wounding a lot of you know wounds around rejection and wounds around our personal power wounds around we acted on our instinct and we were rejected but again always seeing that as a learning experience that we needed to have right in order to really say i can be in my power even if people reject me because the only person that determines if I have power or not, if I'm sovereign or not, or if I, you know, love my life is me. No one else, nothing in the external world. And so I really think that this is a very amazing start for the relationships that we will encounter here on this planet, the new relationships that we are calling in, partnerships, collaboration, all of the Libra things. It ha doesn't just have to be um yeah on a, on a romantic level it, it can be partnerships relationships in all terms and also the rules and laws and all the things that you have in your life and of course we also speak about balance right balance between the extreme tendencies that we sometimes have to only go this way or to be so fixated on specific things or yeah it's just all about balance with libra let's just put it like that not no black and white but libra has the hardest time with that because it is actually ten, or it tends to be very extreme 
and a lot of people think oh libra is all about balance no trust me people with a lot of libra in their chart they tend to be very very extreme in everything it's about balancing right it's not just you that fucked up in that relationship it's not just the other that fucked up there's always two sides right always two sides so with all of that being said i hope and pray that you have a beautiful beautiful new moon manifest those new relationships those new things that you want to experience in your mirror wars and then we will see each other on the other side in a much brighter world definitely pray that you navigate the stationing days very well and yeah if you have any questions about reset reconnect and rise definitely reach out to me or eva on instagram join us in our telegram group it's completely free it's really information and then you can come to our call as well if you'd like to have a personal reading assessing all of the things that are happening in your life right now maybe helping you shift forward then you can always reach out for a reading probably also best via email or instagram with all of that being said i would appreciate if you would share the episode with anyone who needs to hear these messages as well spread the word because you know information like that it's cheat codes for reality the algorithm doesn't really like them to be out there so the more you can share it with other people the better and of course if you listen to the episode and you want to share that on instagram tag me so i can see who listens and your biggest takeaways then please do so so i can connect with you say thank you send you some love and blessings for the new moon and with all of that being said we will speak very very soon i love you step in your magic 